This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Civic View. I'm your host, Chance Levins, and I serve as your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. One of my primary roles is to help facilitate communication between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we believe in transparency and we value civic engagement. And we hope this podcast will be a great opportunity for both. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Civic View. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing Amendment Number 1. And that amendment relates to some uh, charter changes that I'm going to let our uh, city manager, Tim Balduck. Hey, man, how's it going? It's good. Thanks for being here. And our uh, city clerk, um, Betsy Roy. Good afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon to you as well. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to go over some of those and talk about what that is. This is another uh, charter amendment that you'll see on the ballot come November 3rd when you go to vote. And this is Amendment 1, so let's uh, get into it. Yeah, so so this charter amendment is really about uh, just the day-to-day operations here at the city. So, um, you know, Miss Roy uh, has been, how long have you been with the city, Miss Roy? I've been with the city eight years. Eight years, and so you were appointed first and then elected? Appointed in 11 and... Did anyone run against you? I've been here nine years now. Did anyone run against you when you were elected? The first time they did. Okay. I had two people run against me the second time. Right. I was unopposed. So the second time you got less votes than I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always, right. I always tease the mayor about it, you know, because the mayor was on the council when I was appointed, and he didn't vote for me. And so I always give him grief about it. And, and we joke him back and forth, and I said, well, at least I got more votes than you did because nobody ran against him. Right. So I got three votes, and he got none. <laughs> so that's okay i think he he's okay with the decision that he made now yeah, so far so good right <laughs> so far, yeah. so yeah, far the first so time good. i won by 24 votes so it was kind of oh scary. wow it was a it was a nail puller how many yeah. how many votes were total chance is gonna get mad because oh, i'm way two, off the podcast it's, it's okay. uh, less than 2000 <laughs> so i mean it wasn't like a massive thing but it was very 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 close but it was less than the it was over the point five that you have to have to do any kind of a runoff so. right wow so less than 2,000 people voted that time? Okay. Yeah, wow. That ties into our other podcast where we spoke about turnout. So. Right. Trying to get trying to get the other amendment is to get it moved. So, yeah, for sure. So, so uh, you know, this amendment, uh, uh, Betsy, you were here when we when the they went through the first charter amendment, right? Uh, I had just started. That was the first year that it was supposed to be on the ballot, and I had just started when they were doing the, the information, and then it was not they had to move it and it wasn't done it didn't go through in time and it was basically on the ballot but was worthless why wow so what what well what happened subject but what made it worthless well it was it it got they found out after the fact that it didn't go through it was supposed to be voted on for second reading at a certain meeting well they did something else at that meeting and pushed it they didn't re-advertise it but they did it at the next meeting oh and then when it went through somebody challenged it so it was on the ballot because it was too late to take it off right but it didn't count because it wasn't did people vote on it then they did but they voted against it uh when it which didn't matter anyway yeah it wasn't relevant so so segue real fast um for people that are just using this as an opportunity to get engaged in local government whenever we have an ordinance come up it's uh it's proposed by the city council 
correct, or staff recommendation? Uh, it depends. It can be requested by a private resident. It can be uh, proposed by a uh, staff member or council. Okay. And, and then what we do is we, we actually read that in front of the council and they vote on it twice. Twice. Yes. And so in this instance, it didn't make the second reading? It made the second, but it wasn't advertised okay. that, that it had been moved, all right. from what I understand. So, it was so like right when I started, and it was all like, it was crazy. So from a transparency standpoint, it wasn't technically... It wasn't technically advertised correctly. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, that's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but worked out it for was me. what it was. <laughs> that's right. Because, <laughs> yeah, and like I said, from what I remember, it was, it was, I didn't pay a lot of attention since it wasn't worth anything, but it got voted against. Well, what, and also what happened on that one, when we did the one where we chose to go to the city manager and the, and the people voted for that, it was a three part, two or three part, three part ballot. One just to make some general changes, getting rid of the physician, getting rid of gobbledygook because it hadn't been changed forever. The second one was whether to go to a city manager and the third vote was to whether to go to an appointed or an elected city clerk. Right. On the one that didn't count back in 11 or 12, it was all lumped together. So if you wanted an elected city clerk but you didn't and you wanted a city manager, that didn't work. It was either for city manager and for an elected city clerk. Right, right. Okay. So and you've been both now, kind of, sort of, because you were appointed. I was appointed. Right. And then I was elected. But you were appointed to an elected position. I was appointed to a finish out a term, yeah. Right. So so since since the charter changed, you're still seated as an elected official. Right. And that runs through the original term that you were appointed to. And unless it's voted to extend the terms in November, then it'll my official term will end March 31st of next right. year. Right. And then so so we st I came on uh, in February of last year. So I've been here, you know, over a year and a half now. How exciting is that? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem like it's been that long. Of course, it, this year has been not a very normal year anyway. Right. Yeah. I just think of the world as before COVID and since COVID. After COVID, because yes. Because it's all, <laughs> right. it's all at this point. Well, I mean, I'm just, I was thinking the other day and I was, I was telling my husband, I think it's like, thank goodness this didn't happen like the month after you got here right right <laughs> you've probably been screaming back to <laughs> <laughs> nah i don't know i mean i'm along for the ride now i'm, I'm enjoying it it's been you know for me it's been nice having you here because you had been here for some time before i got here and really um you know and i we're kind of straying from the topic but but you know betsy you you were here and you were actually doing a lot of the things that a city manager would do but without the actual authority or position to do it right. so you had to have um you know it was a balancing act more yeah, or less because I mean, I mean council was in charge the mayor was in charge of fire and police and the council was in charge of everything else right but you know i had personnel right. i had finance i had utility billing right. and the other department heads came to me looking for advice, but then I couldn't exactly say yes or no. Right. Had to go, if right. it was in a policy decision, it had to go to council, not to me. Yeah. So, right. so getting back to the actual amendment at hand that we're talking about, which is okay. Um, what will happen is part of what this proposes, if I'm if I'm correct on this, is that at the end of the elected term that you're serving, it would then become city clerk would then become a 
appointed position? It's already that's already the case. Oh, so okay. when yeah, you know, so when Miss Roy's term is up, the position will become appointed. Okay. And the council will appoint them just like they do appoint appointed me. Yeah. And so it'll be by majority vote of the city council. Whenever uh, whenever the term's up, whether it's up in March if the amendment doesn't pass or whether it's up in November of twenty twenty two. And that that's amendment three that you're speaking about. Right. Yeah. Now what happens is if in that in the, if in the meantime, if if that passes and I and it extends to November of 2022 and I choose to leave for any reason, then it becomes an appointment. As soon as my term is over, whether by end of term or by resignation, it becomes an appointed position. So, so the, you know, the, the majority of this particular amendment and the, and the reason that you and I actually got together on this amendment and said, okay, what uh, we knew that they that certain council members uh, or the, the council, you know, had begun to talk about the other two amendments, which are moving the election date and then redistricting. And so we knew that those issues were going to come up. And so you and I really said, OK, now that we've tried this novelty or whatever it is of, of a new form of government here at the city, what are the things that just don't make sense? Right. Right. And so that this or this particular amendment is really just the nuts and the bolts of how you and I coordinate every day. Um, so, you know, I mean, uh, I know you're super excited that it's a lot easier with it with me here. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah, we're spo- it was supposed to get easier. Right. Wrong. So, <laughs> favorite- I mean, it's still fun, but it was it did not it's actually it's been more fun because, you know, if they can't blame everything on me now. They can blame it on you. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a Tim question. I don't, I don't know what you're talking right. about. <laughs> right. So my favorite thing that Betsy says is, you know, when you when they when they appointed a city manager, somebody said there was going to be less work, but it's the opposite, <laughs> right? So you know, we've had we've had fun. We've, we've got a lot of things done. I think um, a lot of things in the last year and a half. We've so. been doing uh, we've been doing all kind of stuff, and and you have been a tremendous help to me. I've I've told you this publicly before, but I you know you could there was. Two two ways you could take this transition uh you know as an individual you could have made it very difficult on me or you could have been there to support me and you have been here every step of the way and and I could not have you know we get a lot of uh you know so far people seem to be pretty happy with the new form of government so we get a lot of people saying oh you know it's great it's great it's great but but I mean I I just want to go on record and say that there's no way we could have made the progress we've made if you had not been so helpful to me throughout this process so I appreciate it and I think working to get we're better together uh, for sure. I think so too. And, and, and it's easier, I think, for you and me because we can go back and forth on things. Whereas a department head who works directly for you might right. not, not, not come back and say, uh, no, we can't do that. They yeah. do. They do. And they, they should. Do. They should. Yeah. But they, they're, if they're, you're, you're their boss. It, it's kind of more of like a checks and balances right. scenario that you have going on, which right. is good. I mean, we want that always and so now that that actually was a great segue chance uh because really one of the main amendments in here is ensuring that that check and balance on how um the the finance component of it is handled and your role in ensuring um what you know because before it was you were you were part of making the decisions and that so so there was less you were being held responsible for things you really didn't have any control over so you were a balance to something that you didn't have any authority over so in the new layout um some of those assignments to you are or the way that the assignment works is that um, you ensure that I only do those things which were allowed by council. Right. And so now, you you know, you can be like, look, we're not, you know, no, that's not what was voted on. Where in the in the previous format, we were, it was not, the line was not, cl- or in the current format, the, the line is not clearly drawn. And I believe this 
helps to in, ensure that that line is drawn. Would you agree with that? I would think so. And, and I said we've been working together next, like because we everything has been going so fast. Is like you know we go over things in the in the meetings and then we look at them and go we need to talk about that at the next meeting. And part of the the, the assignment that you've given is making sure that that happens in the next meeting. Right. And making sure that things happen. And in the original charter that was passed in 18, they gave you the administrative services to the council. Right. Which is a, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's a low job, but it's a, I mean, it's, it's doing the agendas and it's making sure the agendas get out and it's hounding the city manager to approve the agendas. And <laughs> That's going to happen today, I think. Uh, yeah, I've already it's already happened. Those, right. <laughs> and making sure that everything gets on there and gets properly and gets posted correctly. Um, so, so it's actually, the, 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 I certainly wouldn't say it's a lower responsibility. It's actually a, a, an incredibly important responsibility. The thing is, it's 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 very functional in that, you know, it's for, for what, uh, you know, an, a manager a city manager um, in, a, in an operation like this. So, so the city's about a thirty-seven million dollar company. Really, is what it what it comes down to with seven different functions. So, your typical companies, um, you know, provide a single primary function. Well, we provide seven different primary functions. And so, my my everyday operations is more about making sure that my department heads and the departments have the resources they need to move forward. And and not it doesn't free me up to do those things that are necessary to ensure that the machine runs properly at council meetings. And that's where you come in, right. right? That's what you do every day. You make sure that, that those, you make sure we can, we can pass ordinances that don't, that get read at the right time. Right. Like we talked about earlier, you make sure that, that that's now not a problem for us. Right. And so, um, you know, that, to me, it's an extremely important thing. And what's nice from the, from the manager's position is I, once it's in your court, I don't have to worry about it. Right. Because you take care of it, and you know, there's and so lots that's of little good. details of getting the agendas out there, and, you know, and, and we're creating a, an administrative department, but it's not the same as this. Right. I mean, this is almost like an administrative assistant to the council, as opposed to an administrative services. Even. Right. So it's every anything the council needs, copies, any kind of work, making sure they're on the track, making sure they have everything they need to get right. the, the job done. Right. And and it's more even. It's really kind of like. Um, I mean, I would I would compare it more to like office management of the council's responsibilities is really what it is. You make sure they're where they're supposed to be. You make sure that, uh, but also you 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 create the ordinances and you make sure that that all of of the staff uh, that's under the city manager is doing what they're supposed to be doing to make sure things get advertised at the right time and you check all the records and, and contracts. The calendars and this is when meetings are and when we change meetings and stuff like that. Right. Make sure we announce them properly. Right. All that. So, to that, two ordinances. There, there is one other th- thing I wanted to hit on this amendment, and that is that the uh, rules and procedures, and um, there's quite a few things that talk about uh, being able to do something by resolution as opposed to by ordinance. And if you're new to city government or local government, and that that could probably be a confusing statement. So if if I could get some insider info on the difference on the, between on the, the difference two between yeah the two. that would be lovely well, an, an ordinance is is a, is a statute driven resolutions can pretty much they're they're driven in a point that they have to have a title and they have to have a number and they have to be read loud in the meeting but an ordinance is 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 state state statute driven and how depending on the type of ordinance it may have to be advertised twice it may have for like uh uh, rezonings and those type of items have to be advertised twice. But every ordinance has to be advertised a minimum of 10 days 
before the second reading. They cannot, unless it's an emergency ordinance for something happening, it has to be read twice, and it has to be read twice in in a, in a month. So if you if you want to do something, if you just want to change the way that the um, council meetings run, if we want to do changes, we want to do minor changes or major changes, it's cumbersome to do it by ordinance. It's expensive because right. to do it by ordinance because you have advertises. Uh, and a resolution only has to be advertised as part of the agenda packet. Right. So effectively, it's allowing us to kind of m- move government more efficiently and more efficiently. Yeah. The, I think the key, the difference is an ordinance is written law um, and a resolution. So so count, our council is made up of five council members. Um, they can they don't speak individually. The body speaks. And so uh, like in the example of hiring me um, in, in a three to two hire, uh, you know, the other two that voted the other way, that once the decision's made, everybody gets on board. And so when you need to formalize that type of decision, uh, we don't see that in our federal government. No. <laughs> Chance and I like to talk about that quite a bit. Yeah, but we could have a whole other podcast on that. But in local government, one of the things that's great about it is they, they, you know, once the decision's made, everybody moves in that direction. And so what the resolution does is it, it it's a, a way to formalize that decision. It says we hereby resolve to the following. And so it, it, it's you can do it in a single meeting. The title is so people know what formal decision is going to be made. But once it's done, you move on. Really, ordinances are reserved off for things that have direct impact to individuals. So in the change of law in some sort of a way here in Crestview, uh, we did a lot of things by ordinance before that that could have easily been done by resolution. Miss Roy was trying to work in that direction before I even got here. And uh, and so this is just another step in that direction. There's no sense to handle business through something that's set as law. Right. Uh, you just we resolve that this is the direction we're going to move forward. And, and it's and it's and it, we call our code of ordinances our laws that rule it. But you know how we run the meetings and how we do the agendas and how the you know parts of the agendas how when they have to be advertised when they have to be posted is is statute driven but as far as how we do it in order you know there's one thing the only thing that has to be on there is a public opportunity to speak right that, that's that's the only state requirement that i'm aware of that has to be on there and that has to be done at the beginning so they can speak on agenda items and at the end so they can comment from the and that's issue. that's effective for an ordinance or a resolution that's for right? anything yeah. yeah but um to have to have to change a law in order to move uh, resolutions below ordinances as opposed to above ordinances is is kind of we had, we need that ability to be able because we had a situation where we had to pass an ordinance on something and then the resolution had to be passed after it. Well, with the freedom we have of of doing the the changing the ordinances around and the I mean the agenda around and the council's given us that authority, we can move. For that meeting, we move the resolutions down. As right. Long as so, on there. so you know, hitting back on what we talked about, efficiency. It's all about yeah. It. Oh, yeah. yeah. All about it. And and that is something that's definitely part of this forward thinking that we're applying here in Crestview now. And and that's 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 great. You know, I mean, that's what it needs to be about. That's what's important, I think, for a lot of people to understand that we're, as I've said in multiple podcasts now, we're trying to move past that view that was the old view, you know, and we're trying to move in this essence, the sense of what is the new view, and that is going to be forward thinking for Crestview. Right, right. Absolutely. So, uh, 
I want to ask Miss Roy a question before we wind off and get off of here. So tell me what is the craziest thing we've had to do since uh, since we changed the form of government? The craziest thing? Yeah. Do I need the Jeopardy music? Do, 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 do. <laughs> I mean, other than the whole 2020 debacle that is not our fault, <laughs> right? You know, that's just the world as it as it is today. Hardest, I think we, you know, we we hardest we, thing I've had to do, or the harder things we had to do. The hardest thing you've had to do as a as the hardest in thing this I've had thing. to do is is sit on my hands. Right, right. And right. because because it, before it was. If there was a decision to be made 99% of the time, if we're not having a council meeting in 30 minutes, then I had to make it and, and go forward. Right. And not to have that, that was the hardest thing. And and I'm, I'm not, and I'll admit it, in public, I am not a delegator. Right. I am not a delegator. No. <laughs> I've learned I would agree with that. in the past. But all of a sudden to, and, I'm, and I've worked really hard to say, okay, this is the way I've always done it. Is that okay? You know, because it, even right. though I don't work for you, it's sure. you're in charge of the city, sure. and I'm in charge of the anything you don't want to handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think that that uh, that's what I would have guessed too would be the the thing that's the most difficult because you know you were you had for so long been doing it, and and for me though it's been, you, you know, you've done such a great job of you'll come in, you'll poke your head in the door and say, hey, you know, and and um, chance Miss Roy's the one that comes in, closes the door, and goes, hey, this is a really stupid idea. <laughs> Are you, have you thought this thing all the way through? What do you, sometimes we got to go slow down and back up. And well, that, that's go, ah, good. You can't do that. that. That's back to that balance that I was talking that's about. It. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate it. It's been fun. It has been. Like I said, it's it's it took it took a month or two not to just go do something without you know. Well, let me go ask him first. <laughs> right. Now it's been great. Um, I you know I'm I'm excited about where the city's going. How do you feel about where the city's going? I'm I'm excited. It's stuff that you've had in the had in the back of my mind for eight or nine years and it's like I couldn't do it couldn't do it because I had places and people standing in in the way uh that didn't want to change didn't want to move forward yeah some of the things that we've done actually were ideas that uh I get to take credit for that Miss Roy had already started <laughs> <laughs> so, so a lot of that you know, that we, never we, happens we, in politics nah. uh, no, um, never. Yeah, though, I mean some of I'm the only politician at the table but well, <laughs> well okay the only yeah. Regular politician. <laughs> I told him earlier, I said, yeah, I wouldn't do elected elected position. It's too, yeah, it's yeah. too tough, too tough. Cool. Well, totally. I appreciate you, Miss Roy. Uh, it's, it's been fun, and I'm looking forward to the next, at least year. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to hang around. So that's that's the thing. We Yeah, that help that's, us out. that's it. You know, we, uh, that's what it's about. Moving forward, being, being efficient, trying to do these things uh, on a level. You know, I speak to my friends that don't live here anymore. They left, you know, I, I'm from here, went to high school here and all the time, come back to Crestview. You know, I, I promise it's better. It's getting better. We're changing, we're growing, we're moving forward. You know, let's, let's make that happen. And, and as, as I've said in every episode, you know, no matter what you vote on any of these amendments, make sure you vote, make sure you are engaged and make sure you engage with us civically as much as you can. We love that here at the city and we really appreciate it. I want to say thank you to Miss Roy for joining me today. And thank you as always to city manager, Mr. Bulldog. And with that, I think that's going to be, uh, that's going to be it for the show. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.
Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. If you would like to listen to future episodes, you can find them at civicview.podbean.com. That's C-I-V-I-C-V-I-E-W.P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. You can also download their app for free in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store for your smartphone or tablet. We are available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at City of Crestview. And we'll have links for this podcast on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.